So ladies and gentlemen, let me first introduce you to my first guest, and that is, of course, Shalane Haywood. Shalane, hello and welcome to the show. Hi, good evening, Marco. Thank you so much for having me. And hi to everyone else at the student in as well. It's good to have you, of course. And then let me say hello to your sister as well. This is the big sister. Eh? Let me quickly say hello to Alana. <laughs> And it's not big because I am bigger than Shalane in style. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Or should I rather say the titi? Was I saying the, the titi? titi. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, that make you happy. If Thank I say you titi. so much. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's great to have you, ladies, uh, of course, here. Um on the first Life Matters with Marco Jacobs. And I just told the audience watching, they got to give you hearts and key emojis throughout the show. That's what they got to do. Um, you have a story to tell. And uh, before before we get to the story, though, I want to acknowledge a few people that's maybe not, they're not here. We know they're not here. They, they want to hear of us. And uh, it's the story we want to tell tonight. A story of loss, but also a story of gain, and a story of how you are found in Christ in a time such as this. But maybe, Alana, maybe I want to just put on a picture if I can. If I can, I think you told the story once on your Facebook. And I, I think it's a story of when you were all lost together. And I'm going to put it on screen quickly. I want to show people what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this picture. And I'm sure it brings a lot of memories for you. But it's a picture at the time you probably wouldn't have thought um, it would look different within a year. And uh, we're talking about the twin brothers, of course, Wesley and Warwick, and then mom and dad, um, Uncle Alan and Auntie Mull. Can I always say Auntie Mull from Belgravia? Is it okay to say that, eh? Auntie Mull of Belgravia. And I'm going to try to put a picture. I, could, I didn't have a big enough picture uh, of the two of them, but I think let me just quickly put it there. And uh, uh, there is, of course, um, Auntie Mull and Uncle Alan and Wesley and Warwick. And um, we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about them, but I think it would be remiss of us uh, not to mention those they have left behind as well. And you guys can fill in the blanks for me, but we want to acknowledge Bonita and we want to acknowledge Monique, your sisters in love, of course, and the children, as much as we talk about your loss. Alana, I think tonight is all about you telling your story, and that's what I wanted to do is was for you guys to tell your story your way and i'm going to get out of the way and uh, i'm going to bring in shalane first and i want maybe shalane to tell the story from her perspective i know the newspapers have told the story everybody has told your story so let me bring in shalane quickly again shalane tell us maybe in chronological order how this thing started i think the newspaper covered it you also on facebook you also dealt with when this thing started in terms of loss for the family let's cover that and we'll tell the story of how god shows up big time in the story okay so so marco just to understand are we taking it from last year or are we taking it only from january the 10th as of this year yeah, so we're taking it from last year from the get-go um in terms of your loss those who've been close to you because it plays into how one family is enduring probably something that a lot of us could not imagine and i take it back to even summer summer grace as well let's hear your story okay so so basically just to put it in perspective it all started um actually last year um Lana can just rectify me march um when we lost our grandma my dad's mom um we also lost his brother and then on the 26th of may last year um, myself and my husband lost our, our only daughter summer grace um, it was after we lost Summer Grace that um, we lost my father-in-law um, and he passed away on Connor's birthday, the 11th of August. 
Um, it was not long after that, about a week after that, that we lost Rowan's uncle. And two days after that, we lost my mommy, her sister, Auntie Judy. Um, it was then after them that we lost my um, party and closest person, Renette. Um, and after Renette, it was Rowan's other uncle, Uncle Godfrey, um, in December. And so, yeah, um, but just looking at that, I mean, even my auntie, Auntie Loretta, my dad's sister, I mean, there were so much losses, Marco, that we couldn't honestly keep up. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to forgive me because somehow the memory losses also played a big role where the trauma is concerned. So I kind of get things mixed up and that's where the titi comes in just to <laughs> add perspective. Um, so when, when we thought that our roller coaster ride was over, it was just eating its peak. I would say, because it started January 10th, 2021 again, where we thought we would start our year off with going away on a family holiday as the Thomases. Um, my parents were very excited. We planned to go away the end of January because we would have been celebrating on his 40th birthday um, and as our first family get together as the Thomases, like ever, where we, under the same roof, um, we everyone is like available because you know with ministry um, when you free the other couple is not and when they free then you not so this was really exciting but um, yeah it just changed when Wadi passed away on the 10th of January and um, little did we know the picture that you actually showed here this evening was taken at my dad's breakfast last year um, and we didn't know that within eight months of the following year that it's only myself and Nana on each corner that would be left behind and that, you know, Warwick Wesley, my mom and dad wouldn't be anymore. So um, July the 31st, my dad passed away and it was 11 days later that my mom decided, you know, she's not living without this man, the love of her life. <laughs> and as we believe it was God's calling and his time, obviously, um, 11 days later, she went to be with the Lord and also on Connor's birthday, which was really hectic because last year's grandpa and this year's mom. And it was five days after my mom's passing that our brother also went to be with Christ. So it, it, it's been hard knocks from all sides, to be honest with you. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to park that there for now because I want to get into where you are at this moment. And I want to bring Alana yeah. in. And sure, I think Alana from your side, maybe you just want to start telling the story from your perspective. And then I want to dig a little bit deeper in regards to how do a person cope? with loss in this time. And the, the topic for tonight basically is when bad things happen to good people. And, you know, we've all asked that question about when things go wrong and we ask the Lord, why did you allow it to happen uh, to us? And why us? Why me, Lord? You know, that scenario. And sometimes we don't know how to answer that question or to, to speak into a situation when bad things happen to good people. So, Alana... Just tell, we've heard from Shalane, maybe you want to just tell it from your story, your experience, from your perspective. Um, Mark, I think from my side, um, when everything started and the losses started, um, you know, uh, you, you try and, and, and make sense of it. And um, when Grand passed away, I told myself she was already you know, season, she's loved her life and she was ready to, to meet her maker. So I made peace with that. When my aunt passed, I said, 
um, she was suffering, she was sick in her body, you know, and, and she was out of, of agony and, and that gave me um, some comfort. Um, even to a point where when Lane lost um, Summer Grace, I said, look, I think it would have been more devastating if she had given birth to her in the sense where she brought Summer home and something happened to Summer um, at home and she had to deal with, 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 with that grief. Um, and, and, and that's how I tried to make sense of it all, um, even when my aunt passed away. I mean, I think she was 18 weeks almost in hospital and we were praying and believing and trusting. And I can even say the whole world was praying for Auntie Judy. Everyone was sending us messages. We didn't know even people that were praying, but we we believed she was going to pull through um, and she did not make it. And um even there, I told myself, no, Lord, but, you know, you've got a plan and, and, and you called her home. And I do believe that, that 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 not COVID, COVID hasn't called any of our family members home. The Lord has called them home. It Amen. was a time for them to, to graduate to heaven. And um, like Shalane said, um, when 2020 ended and we had our um, that breakfast for my dad's birthday um, last in November, and... Um, we felt like, you know, 2021 is going to be our year as a family. Um, all my mom then wanted was for the grandchildren, everyone under one roof. Um, she, all she wanted was um, to have her children around her. She said she doesn't need riches or anything. She just wants her children and her grandchildren. And when 2021 started, we were all in high spirits. We, we said we're going to, you know, just spur one another on. It's a new year, a new season. God is, I mean, my dad then were looking forward to retiring. And so this coming Sunday is his birthday and he would turn 65 and that would have been his official retirement day. And they were excited because they were putting plans in place. And so we, for a moment, hmm. for a moment, we, we our, our, our focus shifted. For a moment, we did not consider the losses of the previous year. So they didn't weigh us down. But we, we used it as a stepping stone to 2021, saying this year, life is short. We're going to give God more. We're going to avail ourselves hmm. more. We're going to be there for our family. But little did we know that it would kickstart once again with this, um, the passing of, of my brothers, my mom and my dad. And um, I must be honest, Marco, when Warwick passed, it hit me because he was young, his wife, they, they're young, they, 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 I think they're six or seven years married. His children are young. When Wesley passed, the same thing, you know, um, with my dad, to a certain extent, again, he was in constant pain. And I told myself, and I told him, Daddy, if it's time, your time to rest, then you rest. But when mom passed, it's like I couldn't, my mind, it's like I couldn't fathom what was happening. And, you know, honestly, Margaret pushed me into a space where I thought, hey, am I next? Do I have months? Do I have days or do I have years? It shifted my thoughts from I'm 40, so I'm still young. I still have years ahead. But Mark, if I'm 40 and my date for heaven is at 41, that leaves me with three months, Mark. So am I really young? No. Yeah. The person that's 40 and maybe their date is to pass in 60, at the age of 60, they still have 20 years. 
So I consider them younger than I, if my date is only three months from today. And that was the thoughts, the thoughts of if, if, if loss could happen this rapidly and without us knowing, I mean, the Bible speaks about it. We don't know the, the hour. We don't know what the future holds. But in this crisis, in this storm, I had to cling to the Lord. And I know that at times when grief or when things happen to us and you say bad things happen to good people, I, I don't consider myself good. I don't know. No one is good because we sin and we are saved by grace. That is only God's grace and it's God's grace that carries us. And so even though in the season I find myself one day I'm okay, the next day, Everything just crumbles emotionally. I'm laying prostrate before the Lord and I'm asking him to strengthen me. Why? Because in my own strength, Marco, honestly, I wouldn't be here today. Sure. In my own strength, I wouldn't been able to even go live with you today. But sure. I do believe that in this pain, in the season of grief and loss, that God is still able to use the story to touch someone else. And to let them know they're still out. And 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 I I I I want to get into that, into your space, into your faith. I want to get into that in a moment. I want to remind you when you're watching on Facebook, especially. Uh, I want you to keep on giving the sisters some hearts and the key emojis when they watch it back. I want them to see how much you care for them as well. Leave them a comment in the comment section as well. I'll pull that up and put it on the screen for them to see as well. Uh, let's encourage um, let's encourage this family during this difficult time. And um, Alana, I want to uh, get to where you are at the moment. And when people ask the question, how are you? I want you to answer that question truthfully and from a place where you find yourself. I think it's easy when people look at you, they look at that personality and people may have even said to you, Alana, you're so strong. But tell the people, tell the people where you're at. This is a devastating loss. And I think it's been a loss for a lot of us as well. For me, especially with my auntie Mo, I love that woman. I love the personality. She was so, so good to a lot of people. Um, the Facebook queen, as we all know her, but she ministered on that platform. But she loved people. And I know you've been close to your mom, close to your dad. The family's been close as well. But you've all gone through your struggles. But this loss in terms of all of of those family members at one time within the year is a big, big loss. And often the grieving process and the mourning process is a personal thing. And we need to give people the space to be able to, to, to work out their own healing and their own restoration in time. So when I ask you the question, Alana, how are you? How do you respond to that? I'm currently on a journey, Marco, a journey, um, a journey of healing. Um, like I said before, there's some days when I'm okay, I'm good. I And in these days, I just don't feel like getting out of bed. Um, and it's, it's the help of family and friends and the prayers, you know, that carries us through each day. A lot of people, when they comment, yes, they say, oh, but you're so strong. I want to say I'm not strong. In my own strength, I'm sinking sand. In my own strength, I can crumble and fall apart. Yeah. But it's not in my own strength because his strength is made perfect in the time 
of my weaknesses. And honestly, I can say it's nothing. It's nothing about me. The fact that I haven't lost my mind, the fact that I haven't lost my mind, yeah. it's all because of the Lord. I'm asking you this question because for myself, I think I would struggle. I am a man of great faith, but I don't know how you guys do it. And I know that even through your pain and through your journey, you've prayed for me when I've when 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 I've been going through a tough time, even through the loss. So you're in a process of transitioning as well because the dream of your dad was to hand over the ministry to you and your and your husband, Ricardo, of course, and there was a date set for that as well. Um and he never saw that, but I think you've prepared you guys for that. But I, I'm, I'm alluding to something, and I want to say that even after the passing, you've been ordained with your husband as the senior pastors of Windows of Heaven Fellowship. So that means there's another string to your bow. There's other responsibilities that you have to take on as senior pastors of a church, which means you now also have to take on the travails and struggles of others that come to you for help, for counseling in the time when you are struggling yourself i'm leading to something but i want to ask how are you managing that in this time again Marco, i think that um no man is an island and when i say that is because we've got great support i mean i've got great support even within the church um our um our other pastors wives um the three of us we closely knit together um, we, we we check in, I mean, on whether services, they would always ask me or if there's anything that we can do um, together or if I need assistance, they're there for me as well. The mothers of the church, um, even though I lost my mom, I've inherited such a lot of mothers that were there from day one. So at times when I do feel overwhelmed, I have that, that safe space um, to just... Um, to pour out my heart and to be real, and I love that. I love the fact that even though we've been inducted as the senior pastors, um, I can still be me. I can be real. I can I can show days when I'm not okay, and and I don't have to feel like um, I'm being judged, you know. Um, and at the end of the day, that for me has really been a pillar of strength in the season, to know that. Um, my family, my husband, uh, my children, my mom, sisters, the chicken, you know, there's this constant love flowing from all sides. Um, and, 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 and I would be lying if I said that um, I'm only surviving um, because of the Lord. Yes, I am surviving because of the Lord and my faith in the Lord. But I'm also surviving every day with the support and the love of people, people that are genuinely concerned, people that, that, that are genuinely have love towards our family and, and, and are, are concerned about our well-being because of what we're currently um, going through. And so I'm on the journey, but I'm not journeying alone. And, and, and that is the greatest blessing um, in the season. I think that um, not everyone has that. And so it can become difficult um, to journey day by day, especially when you're alone in the storm. And so even there, Marco, a lot of people say that, 
all you need is the Lord. Yes, all you need is the Lord, but we are God's workmanship. We are the hands and the feet, the mouths. We are God's children that needs to rally around those who are broken. Let us cry with those that, that cry. Let us mourn with those who mourn and, and together. Yeah. I always yeah. say stronger, stronger together. And so that's what really helps us in this new transition where we are now um, senior pastors of, of, of the church. I want to ask you a question, Alana. Are you a super Christian? A super Christian? <laughs> what is a super Christian? <laughs> exactly. And yeah. I'm asking that. I'm asking that question on purpose because sometimes people puts us on pedestals. Sometimes people have ideas of what a Christian should be that we are maybe not blessed when we go through the stuff that you guys are going through. I will refer back to Job. He still, he was blessed. He was blessed um, even though all of these things happen. But often what people would say is, yeah, there must be something wrong with you if things like this happen. And you know, you know personally of these stories, people close to you. That would say that maybe you're not praying right. Maybe there's something wrong with you. Maybe you did something that the Lord didn't like. And so when we look at the loss in your family, I've heard these things. And I'm giving you this opportunity to clear the air here. Because I'm not a super Christian. I'm just some guy that loves the Lord and loves him a lot. In your case... When people have stacked up all these numbers, some people have come to conclusions. And I want to debunk something tonight about a walk with Christ, is that bad things can happen to good people. And it often does. And in this world, we will have troubles. But God said that he has overcome the world and we find our refuge and our strength and our victory in that. So again, are you a super Christian, Alana Vessels? No, my name is Alana Vessels, and I'm not a superstition. <laughs> again, Marco, again, I'm just a servant of the Lord that is in this world, but not from this world. So I'll experience heartache, I'll experience pain, but how I respond, that is different. Um, and at the end of the day, um, it doesn't exempt us from experiencing that low moments in our life. Um, during the season, um, I, I mean, we had to hear um, we must pray right. We had to hear that um, we must fast. Um, there was a lot of things that were said um, that, that broke our hearts because you didn't expect it from the mouths that it came from. And um, I said at the end of the day, um, it was, it was, it was, children of the Lord that were saying things like this. Um, and I asked myself, do they, do they really know the word of the Lord? Because if they really read the word or studied the word, then they would have seen that life and death is in the maker's hands. He decides your last day on this earth. He, he decides your future, what that looks like. And, and, and regardless of how our family passed away, people were saying, um, you know, they would ask us, um, how's Pastor Mill doing? Um, I said, COVID. And then I said, you don't have to know if it's COVID. You know she's in hospital, pray. Yeah. Then yeah. We, 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 after they passing, um, we got inboxes. Um, were they vaccinated? I mean, 
what has that got to do with it? Um, and and then it becomes a whole story in the church about vaccination and all these things, Mark. And 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 I must be honest, in the time when when a family is 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 holding on for a miracle, they don't want to hear about you must pray, right? They don't want to know about uh, hear about the fact that um, are you are you really fasting and, and laboring before the Lord? Look, if, if if it was God's will for them to leave the way they did, or God's will to call them home at the time that He did. That's exactly that. It was his will. And so at the end of the day, no matter how we can ask, why did this one survive? Why did they not survive? We we don't have answers. Only the Lord has the answer. And and, and I, I see it as an opportunity. Why am I still here, Marco? I also had COVID. I was also sick. I was to a point where I thought I was going to pass as well. No one knew I was sick. My mom was in hospital. Shalane had to hide the fact that I was sick. My mom passed away without knowing Wesley was in hospital. And Wesley passed away without knowing that my mom passed away. It was, it, and, and it was crazy because it was happening all the time. Like you, you just got the call of, of dad. Now you're dealing with mom. Then you're dealing with Wesley. And, and, you know, that was our focus. So all we wanted was family and friends to pray. But the amount of questions, Marco, the amounts of, of, of comments, and, and, and I said at the end of the day, we survived. The thing, the question is, what are we doing? Those that survived, have we repented? Have we have we made right with the Lord? Maybe you maybe we spared because this there's, there's still work to be done. And that is that is what we had to go through in this this season. And Marco, my parents and my brother, Wesley spot dead today for three months. And it's true what they say, the call stopped after the first month of the funeral. Um, family doesn't pop in. Um, so at the end of the day, um, and, and it's family that you would expect would pop in, but they don't. And then I have my my husband's family, also the Vessels family. I just want to say, really, they are they are diamonds for me because whenever I'm having a low day, they are there. Shalane and 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 Rowan them, um, we we've grew closer in this time because we we've, we've learned that we can't journey alone. We need people to help us through this heartache. Sure, and uh, welcome back, Shalane. Uh, Shalane finally got back in, and thank you for your prayers that went out for Shalane. <laughs> and um, man, I it's difficult for me to speak into you or ask you certain things because I don't have a base to ask questions from in terms of personal loss. Um, I'll just give uh, Shalane a bit of time to settle, but. How do you how do you handle this? How do you handle and maybe I'll come to Shalane. How do you handle loss and especially personal loss? Um, I remember praying for you, my wife and I praying for you, Shalane, with Summer Grace, and you kept us abreast of everything that was happening with you, uh, going to the hospital and all of that. And we were so excited for Summer Grace and uh, um we, we journeyed with you in that regard. Um, and you guys, 
I, I actually haven't spoken about the other pastime in terms of Shalane and Alana. They're both singers. Uh, I, I introduced one of them one day at, a, at, um, at an event to say a, a banker by day, but a singer by night. So they're both bankers by day and singers by night, by the way. So Shalane, Summer Grace, let's take it from me. I know it was so hard at that time already. Um, and then all the other personal loss, but summer grace for you. Um, that that it was a journey that broke a lot of our hearts, but it's also a journey that brought a lot of release for some people that were going through the same thing. Um, but that story in song, Crash of God as well. How do you get it right, yeah. Shalane? Do we even bring out a song in that time, bring out a message? of a gracious God in the time of loss? So if I can maybe just backtrack it, Marco. Um, gracious God was a song that the Lord actually dropped in spirit in December, the year um, 2019. And um, when I was under the impression that the song was for our church members because we've um, had females losing their husbands and becoming widows, um, and so the song dropped in spirit. And like I say, I'm under impression the song is for our church, you know, to let them know that there's still a gracious God. And who would have thought we would come this far and who would have thought we would lose such a lot. Um, and little did I know that that song that the Lord gave me was actually to to minister to myself and my husband first. Um, because we, we planned to release it in 2020 um, on 27th of April, our wedding anniversary. But then for some reason, we couldn't. And it was actually when we lost summer that that song was actually ready to be released. So um, I think with, with the loss of summer to Lana's point, um, the, the reasoning around like, okay, Lord, we, we don't understand why. Um, we're also not going to question the why. We're going to trust your will, but we're going to need you to take us through this. Um, it was hard, to be honest with you, because... With my um, pregnancies before, um, I've had difficult pregnancies. Whereas here come along the baby girl that we've hoped and prayed for um, with the most perfect pregnancy ever. You know, no issues. I could still work. I could still uh, move around as per normal. Um, but in the loss of summer, I will never forget, on the Tuesday, the 26th of May, myself and my husband were laying in hospital and we looked at each other and we were we were wailing. I'm talking about like we were weeping, we were crying. And we looked at each other and I said, um, as much as this hurts us, as much as we need to go home to an empty nursery and we need to begin to pack away our things um, and we need to speak to our kids, we need to realize that we cannot get lost in her loss. And that as parents, we need to be present for our boys because we've got three sons. And you, so you, you got to repeat that. I, I think maybe we're just glossing over that profound statement. We cannot get lost in our loss. Sure, how, how, in the loss, you, yeah. yeah. So we yeah, cannot get you? lost in loss. Um, I, th I think it's like myself and Lana always says, we, we really just keep it real. So today I would have a good day when she's having a bad day and tomorrow I'll be having the worst of worst days and she's strong and we reach out to each other and support structure is of utmost importance, Marco. So I've got my mom-in-law and sister-in-law um, with me. 
So I'm never alone. I'm always surrounded. So if it's not Habi and Habi's busy with the kids, you know, um, I've got my sister-in-law that is with me, that is that is um, encouraging me. Um, I've got my mother-in-law that you would hear praying for me. Um, so you are never alone um, in that moment. Um, and I think that is what has carried myself and my husband through that when he'd see that I'm having a moment of, of, of breakdown, I would say, because, I mean, it, it comes in waves. I don't know if Lana's mentioned, because, you know, with me being out, I, I didn't hear the conversation, but, but in all honesty, it comes in waves. And I would find myself by the stove making food, and I would just break down and cry. And my 19-year-old would come and wrap his arms around me from behind and say, Mom, you're going to be okay. And it's in those moments that I see God. I honestly see God because the fact that I had a stitch and my daughter came naturally, um, the fact that she was in one piece, she wasn't in pieces, um, she was perfect. There was no infection. There was no problem with the womb. So that tells me that this, it can only be God's work because if there's no medical answer, then who am I to question the great I am? So it does not mean that it's been easy. Trust me. There's been moments where um, I would just feel this overwhelming emotion and um, I would cry and I would think, your Lord, why do I feel like this? Why do I, I feel this overwhelming sense of emotion that's uncontrolled? And then I'd see, but it's a 26. And, and as like I've explained to Lorna, you don't, you don't jot it down on the calendar. You don't say, okay, you know what, today's the 16th, Wednesday will be three months and the next month is four months. We don't do that. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is that we need to be real to what we feel. Because yeah. sometimes we want to shut down emotion and say, no, but you know, this funny David, I can't sue fully. No, hang on. You need to understand that in order for you to, em to have empathy, to be empathetic, you need to feel what you're feeling. Because so many times we get lost in being too spiritual that we lose track of the fact that someone out there is still stuck in a place of not being able to get out of where they're at. But now God allows you to pull through. God allows you to still stand. God allows you to move forward, not for yourself. It's not just for yourself. It's for you to be able to speak about your experiences so that people can understand that we are not going to be immune to what happens to us in this world that we find ourselves in. But how we are going to go through this journey is of utmost importance. Because when I look at my sister, I say, you know what, Lord? I know that Satan has come and he's trying to eat us with his best shot, but I've seen her bounce back how many times already. So what does that tell me? It gives me a hope. That you know what? We will get knocked down. We will be persecuted. We will, we will be trampled on. But the fact that she stands, it tells me that we serve the great I am, that he is a God of miracles. And if she's able to make it through each day by day, then why am I unable to? So we need to always look around and not look too far, but see the blessing of the Lord in every situation, good or bad. And I think that, is, that has really been helping me a lot, to be honest with you. Before I get back to Alana, I want to ask you, uh, Shalane, what have you discovered of God? Maybe something that you haven't known. If you've not gone through the struggles that you have gone th through, you, you, you know the Lord, you've served Him, and then you get hit with all of these setbacks or what we perceive to be setbacks. What have you learned personally of the Lord? <laughs> I've actually learned that he's faithful in every single season of our lives, Marco. 
to be honest with you. Um, like I say, um, I've learned to see him in everything. Where before the things I've taken for granted, the things that I've so easily missed. So I'm going to make an example. I would look at the passing of my dad and I can easily get lost in the fact that um, we've tried to reach out to the hospital almost every day to find out, can we video call, can we see him, and it's never happened, right? So I can either get lost in that or I can see the blessing of how God sends in someone to do the video call. Who God sends in to phone us to give updates on my mommy. So I see God in that. So, so what I'm trying to say is we could so easily get caught up in the negative where when something doesn't go our way or is not answered according to our plans, if we get fixated on that, we don't see the blessing in the relationship that is now restored to its fullest of, I even look at me alone and I would always use us as an example because with ministry, we must understand it's not that you can't be close to family members, but with everything that has happened, it has drawn, drawn us even closer to one another to be even of a greater support to each other, to, to realize that life is short. Because let's be honest, if we have not lost the way we did, we would have still been living as if, you know what, it's okay. We do see each other. We will still do our video calls. We will see you when we're in church. But we would have never ever been where we are now, to the depth of where, um, with our ordination on Saturday, my sister was the one checking in on me. Um, are you sorted? Have you got this? Have you got that? You know, um, if I'm having an off day, my sister's here. If she's just having a bad day, I'm there. These are the things that has never happened before. So do we see that blessing? Or do we choose to see the fact that we've lost so many family members? Do we see the blessing of our aunties and our uncles that is even reaching out to us? more than what they had before or do we get fixated and stuck in the loss now i'm not saying it's easy because the one thing i want to say tonight marco is we have not yet overcome we are still going through this journey we are still learning every day we have never arrived and we will never arrive sure. we are not perfect but we are servants of God. We are sinners that were saved by grace. And why he chose us for this, we still don't know. But as we journey through it, we trust and we pray and we ask God that he would use us for his glory. And that whatever the purpose is, that it be fulfilled. Sure. I want to bring something else into the equation. And often us as believers, um, we have our jargon. We have our Christianese in how we speak. Um mm. It's only when we go through the trials, when we go through the fire, that we realize what we are saying. Alana, um, <laughs> you're probably living now. The fact that when we say when we are weak, he is strong. Mm. And that's what I'm alluding to. Sometimes it's easy to let it roll off the tongue when it's mm. not really a reality for us when we talk about things or sing about things. And the one thing about mm. you ladies that I do know is that what you sing about, you love it out. So I'm going to use an example, Alana. So one of your songs is You Give Me the Victory. So a lot of us have benefited out of hearing these songs. You probably would have been blessed yourself by producing that song, by singing that song. But now when the test comes and the teacher is silent, what is that experience like when 
you have sung that song, you give me the victory as an example. Now you living through that experience where you got to love this victory, this thing that you've professed, proclaimed, that you've said to other people, you in this thing. Take us through that experience, Alana. I think, Marco, yes, um, we we quick to quote scripture. Um, we quick to 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 um, to cling to scripture, and sometimes it becomes um, a point where um, it becomes a crutch, if that's the right word, Marco, because we 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 utter those words, but we not we don't put it into action. We don't really um, love it. You know, uh, the word says. Uh, be doers of my word. And so, for example, that one scripture you mentioned about um, his strength is made perfect in our times of weakness, that was my scripture, like before lockdown. I would quote it because you know, in times of my weakness, and it would was linked to when I wasn't, because I had a lot of, I'm sick. I was sick in my body at times, and there was uh, health challenges that I had um, uh, uh, for the past few years. And, and I would say, strength is made perfect. I can do all things to Christ. But I can tell you, Marka, only when I experienced this great loss did that scripture become real to me. Did that scripture where I could say that he is my strong tower, um, that mm-hmm. he is you know, that's made perfect. Even uh, Marka, I used to sing that song, um, I believe you're my healer. Um, mm. And it was a song. It was just lyrics, Marco, a song, and it sounded beautiful and the congregation worship. But when 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 I came through the storm and I was restored and healed, Marco, then he, that healer, you know, he became the healer to me. Not just a word mm. sung, but I I knew that my savior he's he, he lives and he is stronger and he's able to bring me through. Marco, that mm. song you give me the when I was asked to sing the song, I must be honest, I told the producers, me, why you want me to sing the song? There's such a lot of other people who can sing the song. I said, no, but I want you to sing the song. And I was still, yeah. I went, I remember going to Solaris Pass to do the photo shoot. And I was standing on the mountain with this red um, boxing gloves. And, and I was pointing to the cross on, on the, the hill there. And, and the, the words of the song says, um, I sing for what you've done for me because you give me the victory. And um, in this time, I must be honest, um, I, I couldn't find my song, Marco. I couldn't find my, my voice even. I, I, when Warwick passed, I, 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 I never sang again. And, and then God kept reminding me, reminding me of Psalm 121, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. That's the song, Keeper. He is my keeper. Then he said, but he gives you victory in the midst of your storms. That Amen. you are victorious because even in the season, he came to show me, Marco, that yes, I'm broken, but I'm gracefully broken in Christ. Mm. Amen. And so even in the last two weeks, I think I shared it with Shalane, I said, and I shared it with you last night. I, I know that even in the storm, even in the struggle, that I can claim victory. Yes. That I can I'm victorious amidst my brokenness. I'm victorious amidst the pain. Why? Because I'm not going to take it laying down, Marco. Mm. I'm going to, like, when that when that emotions come, then it's like, fuck me, man. Do mm. what you want to do. You know, <laughs> take how I look in the storm. I even said, mm. if I look at my ordination photos, I thought, oh, 
she looked beautiful Saturday, princess and others, but we had our moments where we were crying. But Marco picture this. The Monday, we bury my parents. The Wednesday, we bury my brother. The Saturday, we inducted as pastors. Go back, Marco. See how I look. I look messed up. Mm. I look messed up. Because it's like my heart at that point was, it felt literally like it was taken out of my chest and just trampled on the ground, like it was broken into pieces. But then I'm reminded how the Bible says that God takes the broken Amen. pieces. You know, everything that we've lost he, in his perfect time. And then mm. it says that he's close to the broken Yes. And Marco, yes. I'm, I feel closer to him now Amen. than when I was in this kind of a storm. We have a lot of storms in life. But mm. this Marco, he's become a God of nearness. He's become a God that, that I don't only know about his love. It's not just knowledge, but it's, yes, he's embraced. I feel he's embraced and I know that he cares. Shalane and, and, and Alana, you know, we, we, we're talking about grief and we're talking about um, the experiences that you guys have gone through and how you're still healing and, you, and it's still a, a work in progress. But there's also good memories. Life is lived forwards but thought of backwards. And maybe you guys can think of um, <laughs> one of those memories that really brings a smile to your face when you think of them. I know sometimes it can make you sad, but um, how can you not have good memories of Auntie Merle? Um, vivacious, that woman was full of life, full of fire. And I'm pretty sure you'll come up with something. Alana, talk to us. Give us one of those great memories. There must be, I can see Shalane already chuckling there. Um, I think you've shared also, Alana, on Facebook, uh, your the the voice notes. I think it was, it was, it was Wesley. He was funny. He was funny. And I think you may miss that. But, I mean, that must also bring you some comfort. Uh, and some joy in this time when you think back. Um, Alana, quickly give us um, one of your great memories of your loved ones. Okay, with Wesley, um, he was the joy of my heart. Um, he would phone me every morning and he say, Sister, what will you eat for ochen? Then he will say, do you want crayfish? you want sausage? you want burger? you want... I'm saying, Wesley, I can't eat so much. Or he will say, it's, uh, what did you make for supper? Can I come to you? But, you know, he was just, he was, like I say, he was the joy of my heart, Marco. I said today on my status that since he's passing, I haven't had a crayfish tail. Um, because that was whenever he got crayfish tails, he would phone me. Say, sister, I'm coming out to the crayfish tail. My mom, I think she was the fashionista, and um, we always joked because whenever we would go visit my mom, she would say, "Look at you guys! Look, you do know you're so married, and <laughs> wants you to look good." So, and please represent you now. I take care of myself, so take care of you. And then Warwick, oh my word, my brother Warwick, he was the true gentleman. He was always just sending voice notes and making funny faces. He used to do this one thing where he takes out his front teeth and then he like looks like that. I don't know how to do it because I still have my own teeth. <laughs> yeah, and then my dad, my dad used to have this dry humor. But if there's one thing, if you would do something, you just look at it and say, are you stupid? 
And then you will say, but you think I'm stupid. You say, I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm asking you as a question. <laughs> and so I was making a joke with him. I said, I told him, I said, hey, I think maybe you're going to have another baby. So he says, Yo, your daddy would have said, no, you're stupid. <laughs> I want to welcome Mr. eBay Giant Keeler um, to the stream. eBay uh, also um, is connected to this family in a big way. Uh, nothing happens by chance. And I remember um, one day on the radio saying to eBay, um, he was actually, we debuted a Jonathan Rubain remix that he did. And I said, Ibo, stay on um, on the on the wireless because I want you to take a listen to this lady. And it was Shalane's track um, that he listened to. And he listened to it. He loved it. And the rest, as we say, is history. They connected. He remixed a song for her as well. And they stayed connected. So, Ibo, you, you, you've been connected to this family um, in a personal way as well. You've mm. been at the launch a couple of years ago in November um, at Shalane's CD launch as well. You played a big role there. What do you want to say uh, to this family? Welcome to you. Well, um, well, it's good to see you guys. It's been, uh, this pandemic, man, has just really made sure that we can't see each other physically. Mm. But, um, you know, these two ladies have been, a, they ha the whole family has, has been a blessing. Um, you know, it was definitely when we connect it's definitely kingdom and we Amen. and we connect like brothers and sisters and I, and I try and connect as much as I can you know uh, with the with the family um, we felt the pain over here I know that I did and I tried to reach out as much as I could you know uh, with messages and phoning but you know um, Marco thank you for for really being obedient and mm. connecting us because you know uh like you said things don't happen for a reason god had a reason for me to to really tap into that show that day and if i hadn't tapped in i wouldn't be here talking we wouldn't be connected you know every time i come try and come to to cape town i try and connect with with, with the family uh, even if it's one day or a couple of hours we try and connect you know but the reason why is because there's work to do. God has put us together mm. to do some great work, you know, through the testimony of, of grief, through the testimony of happiness, God has got us to do some great work. And whether it's through music, whether it's through sitting down and eating a Gatsby or, or <laughs> whether it's uh, uh, ministering at church, God has really got us together. And, you know, we, you are at the tip of Africa and I'm at the top of, you know, of the world, but yet it, it just seems like God has connected us, our hearts together. And, and these two are major uh, in, for me in Cape town, you know, um, we were able to do some recordings. I'm still waiting to do some recordings with Alana, you know, God permit, we'll do some more work, but it's, it's God had to really connect us first you know mm. via just by meeting i remember we met at uh, um we, we were able to get into the gathering and, and and you know and 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 from there it's just been a lovely time it's been a beautiful time you know um and uh they are truly they truly have both of them truly have a heart 
for the kingdom. And that's what it's about. It's about, it's always been about the kingdom. Even if we go through grief, we go through happiness, they always turn it to the kingdom. And, and I bless their hearts. And thank you, Marco. You were the connection for this. And you have, what you have done, Marco, you have, you have connected uh, the, the, the south to the, to, the, to the north, you know. And, and we were able to do a couple of tracks to connect with Europe. You know, you have really done an amazing thing. So thank you for connecting. The, these guys are like life family for me now. And, um, and I can mm-hmm. say that publicly, my hand on my heart. You know, I, I try to make as much time as I can uh, just to even talk, just to say hello, just a text, voice message. And they have been a blessing to me. They yeah. may not know how, but they have been a blessing to me. Just by uh, them being alive, just by them, what they've been through, the strength that God has given them, because it's only God that has Amen. given them the strength to really get through this situation. And then there was times when, you know, when I heard the news, I cried, you know, I was like, whoa, God, you need to give them strength because I'm feeling it. So, but yeah. um, I really, I'm really, I'm proud of the way God has really molded and shaped you for what is about to come. And greatness is about to come in, in, in both your lives. So send in love, man, from the UK. From your yeah. brother in the UK, send in love. Love you guys. Love Thank you, you Thank We just so want to say, we just want to say, we're coming to take over Luton, England very soon. We're coming. Anytime. We're going to take... <laughs> and, anytime, <laughs> my bro. You can come to my bro. And I, I love the way you say Gatsby. You got it. You got it. Um, Gatsby, my bro. Because I'm from Cape Town, man. <laughs> love it Eva thanks so much for being part Bless of you. love you guys love you too God bless and so we're bringing in also Adele G2G of Radio Awakening hello Adele welcome good evening Marco how are you I am together thank you but it's not about me tonight it's about these ladies and uh, obviously you've come into studio to speak to them and so what do you want to say to them yes Lovely. I'm, I'm just going to be brief. I'm just going to be brief. Good evening, um, Shalane, Alana. So good to see you. Oh, and thank no. you, Marco, for, um, for what you're doing. I really, um, wow. I've, I've just, Adil was on the phone and watching this. And he says, Adele, you need to go on. And uh, you know, Adele always <laughs> has something to say. So I just yes. want my, what I would like to say this evening is that I salute Shalane and Alana and your family. I salute you. Um, it, it has to be the hardest thing that one could ever go through. I know, I know personally, losing my mom was the hardest thing ever. Imagine four members of your family in such a short space. My heart really went out to you and still does. But I want to salute you for um, what you're still doing and uh, sharing your story and still having a smile on your face. And uh, it, it's got to be the hardest thing ever. Um, I know of uh, a fr- someone who lost uh, their partner and I had to encourage this person and that's losing one person in their life. And this person lost the zeal and the zest for life and wanted to just quit and wanted to also go to heaven. And um, I-, I had to encourage this person to just keep moving forward, hold on and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. God will do a beautiful thing. So uh, that's all I just wanted to say that God's timing is perfect. There's a reason for everything. And uh, I, I salute mm-hmm. you the fact that you're celebrating their lives. I always see your statuses of um, 
yeah, mommy, and your all your jokes and all that, how she was and stuff like that. Um, so yes, uh, much love to you guys. And uh, there's a song, um, you know, I always maintain that we all walk in our own shoes, right? Mm. And there's a song that is in the pipeline that I wrote about nine years ago, um, but needs to be produced, God willing. And it's called These Are My Shoes. And it talks about this is my pain. You don't know what I'm feeling. But you know what? Wow. I, I respect you. I, I, I really salute you um, for still standing strong by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Adele. Thanks, Adele. Thank you for blessing us. Bless and uh, looking forward to having you guys on the show sometime or other. And uh, <laughs> God bless you and the ministry of Radio Awakening as well. Till next time. Cheers, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bless you. Bye-bye, ladies. Bye. So that was Adele G2G of Radio Awakening and tune in um, also during the lunchtime on Radio Awakening to take a listen to her. So, Shalane, let's quickly hear mm. one of your memories. I've got a surprise for you ladies as well. Um, so stay tuned for that. So also to the viewers, you have one opportunity still to join us on here. Yeah, I'll allow one more to come on. Uh, if you're brave enough, the link is on the screen. Screen, uh, just like uh, eBay and Adele joined us, and I think that was so special just to hear from the outside perspective of what they're seeing and from people so speaking into your lives. But, Shalane, give us one of your yeah. great memories of your loved ones. So, um, I think it's crazy, there's such a lot, eh? I think if I start by Warwick, um, yeah, Warwick was the uh, happy go lucky, um, he was really my, my pudding pie, Punchanuna. He had a way of just making you laugh, even if you had your most miserable day. Like Lana says, he'd take his teeth out and his gums, it looked like his gums can touch his nose. And it's like, he would like speak. And like, what he would do is, when he WhatsApp you, then he would say, um, come in, come in, over and out. But he speaks in this funny accent, man. So he just knew how to make and light up your day, basically. Wesley was also someone that was crazy. He would crack you up by just laughing. Um, he laughs and he always, what he loved doing was, um, hello, sis, um, let's look at the honeymoon. Can you get in poppy? Nothing like to eat there. You know, that was him. They were very funny. I think they both got it from my mom, to be honest, because like she says, that is a very dry sense of humor, but also very serious. And I think most of, of how I make it also through today is like by hearing his voice. Um, he's the one who would say, just pull yourself toward yourself. This, this is not about you. It's never been about you. So just, just stop making it about you, you know? Um, he was the one who always used to tell us, um, I don't know why you guys go on about funerals and just wonder, just wait for dirt day. Put me in the black bag and there I go. Because it's most the soul, man. My body has nothing. Don't still go through stress. Buy a drug. But my mommy, Marco, she cracked me up, eh? Spoke wrong all the time, but was very confident that that's the way she must speak. So the wife, she phones me and she says... Um, I just need to let you know that daddy's his autopsy came back. And I'm like, mommy, what do you mean his autopsy? <laughs> yes, yes, the autopsy came back and they're saying it's cancer. So I said, nee, it's a biopsy mode. Right. <laughs> so my mommy was one who would always, she mixed up her words like bad. Eh? And like hey. even now, she would say, Ellen, Ellen, just look at this. Alana's hair is done, man. Alana's got makeup on. She looks beautiful. Just, just look at this. How can Shalane even do this? Her hair's not even done. Just speak to Rowan. You know, that was my mom. But I think she also kept us on our toes. Um, yeah. And especially in this time, it's like you you really, when you try to like sulk or like 
just like stay in the tights and the top and it's like you hear that woman's voice coming loud and clear no man my goodness you were married woman can you please go dress you properly so yeah those are the things that we really do miss um and i kind of think that's what we're gonna have to be for each other we can have to be that annoying voice that is gonna pull you in line because i mean she only knew how to do it best so yeah i think your ladies are amazing and uh, i'm pretty sure that a lot of people are encouraged by your testimony there's no testimony without the test eh? and there is um mm. you know there is no message without the mess as well so we got to go through these things and sometimes we package uh, uh our christianity and us as believers in such a great package and it's nicely dressed up and mm. um people don't get to hear how other people maybe attain success and we don't get to hear how people got to 35 40 50 years of of marriage um how they got there we just see the end yeah. product and we never get to a point where we hear how people overcame we call ourselves overcomers and i think it's by time that we show people and we tell them how yeah. to overcome And, mm. and we show them what and all um what we go through because sometimes mm. people may even give up hope by saying i can never attain that but if they only knew if they only knew yeah. um what it is or what it costs is always a cost in how you get to the top and um i am truly encouraged by you ladies you know i've got much love for you and uh you always in my corner i'm in your corner you guys always pray for me i pray for you as well but i want to just maybe before i get to the surprise i want to get to just a quick word of encouragement out of this whole experience for somebody that's maybe clinging on to something that lost bit of hope and wondering how they are going to get through the experiences so so this thing is not always just about death and that particular loss a lot of us we may be going through some other experiences but what you are overcoming and the process that you are going through might just be that little bit of hope to let somebody know to hold on that help is on the way so Shalane maybe you want to just um give an encouragement before i get to something i want to do just after that um encourage somebody um that's listening to you right now okay so i just want to encourage you ever is actually tuned in at this point in time just to understand that we we cannot expect breakthrough until we've been broken um and so trust the process but more so ever trust the the savior that actually is taking you through it because you will never ever break you to a point where you cannot be put back together um he's going to break you to shape you into what it is he's wanting for you and what's destined for you and so in closing I'd like to say this mark that we need to choose to see our, our Christ as a savior and like I've mentioned to you now the other evening not to see him as a sabotage because he is not that he is just merely but a savior he he needs to save us from whatever it is that we are finding ourselves in so whether it is that um we in depression whether it is that we are broken whether it is that we've fallen back because of things that has happened see him as the savior that has died on the cross for you so that you can be resurrected in whatever situation it is he can bring that dry bones to life but you need to trust and believe amen. that he is able amen. to complete what he has started in you amen amen mrs alana vessels let us yeah or oh, wait before before i get to you <laughs> I said life goes on right in three words life goes on and so even with the pain and the loss that I'm talking to pastor Alana Vessels and I'm talking to the newly ordained pastor 
um, Shalane Haywood as well, her husband and herself being there in this past weekend. But I wanted to say that even through our pain, that God can use that that God can use mm. anything and anyone and any situation for his glory. And in in the pain and the suffering, I introduced to you Pastor Zalana Vessels and Shalane Haywood. So, Pastor Vessels, what is your encouragement to our viewers? My encouragement is just to keep it real, Marco, um, to embrace your vulnerability and also to seek his presence because in his presence there's fullness of joy and in his presence we regain our strength. Um, in his presence, you know, we feel his home in grace. And so um, let us not worry about presentation on the outside. Don't worry mm. about you look while going through the storm. Don't worry if you're always on your knees, if you're always breaking down. Don't worry about that. The outer, God is worried about the heart. And as long as you surrender mm. your in the situation that he, the Bible says, he's the strength of your heart and he can strengthen you and give you the needed strength to conquer. Um, Psalms also 119 says, um, I just want to read it, it says that this is my comfort in my affliction, that your promises mm. me life. And what is the promises of God? It said he will never leave us nor forsake us. So be mm. God is find ourselves, know that you're not alone. Know that he's there right beside you, that he's, he's cheering you on. And so don't give up. Don't give in. You've come too far to let it all go. You've come too far to turn your back on the Lord. And even if you are in a space tonight, a place tonight of despair, know that he's the lifter of your head. Know, yes. that, he's, know that he cares about you. And that even there where you find yourself broken, um, where you find that, that you, you have nothing to give, it's fine. Just lift up your cup to him and say, Lord, here's my cup. Mm. Pull me up. There's no shame in being empty. Because when we are mm. empty, is when he can fill us afresh. And so mm. let it go out. Let it go. Have your moment. If you, Some people say they, they, they need to scream. Then scream. Um, if mm. you need to bore your eyes out, then do that. Um, you, but you need to be real. Become transparent in his presence so that he can refill, that he can restore, so that you can regain, you know, your confidence, not in man, not even in yourself, but regain your confidence Amen. in Thank the Lord. Lord and Savior, because he's the only one that sustains us, Marco. And so I know one day we're going to look back and we're going to see, we don't know the purpose in our pain right now. No. As long as we journey on, as long as we wake up every day saying, Lord, Another day, I'm weak. I mm. cannot make it. Lord, we trust you. Lord, we seek you. Lord, we stand upon your word that says that you with us. That you never leave us. Tonight, I want to encourage you with that scripture. Psalm 119, verse 50, where it says, This is my comfort in my affliction, that his promises gives life. So hold on to the mm. promises of God. No matter if the enemy comes from all angles, know that God will raise up a standard and that he fights for you yes. in the midst of your battle. And we Amen. I'm pretty sure that a lot of people have been blessed by tonight. And uh, if you were tuning in from the beginning, you would have seen that I had a sponsor for tonight's broadcast. In actual fact, let me just quickly bring this up because I've got something that I want to uh, bless the ladies with. And so to 
tonight is uh, sponsored by Salon Eve and Steve. And so I spoke to the owner, Louise Peterson, ladies. And so I think for a little bit of a treat for you, ladies, um, I've arranged for a voucher for you too. So what she's decided, ladies, Christmas is coming. I don't know. You can have your wash and blow dry and uh, also your flat iron. And uh, also your treatment, courtesy of Salon, Eve, and Steve. How's that? And uh, we say thank thank you to um, Louise Peterson, the owner of Salon, Eve, and Steve. Wow, lavish, lavish. Thank you. Um, So I want to say thank you uh, to you, Alana, and to you, Shalane, for sharing your heart, warts and all, to the people. I'm pretty sure that somebody is going to find um, a blessing out of that testimony that's still ongoing. But you know what? The beauty of tonight was it all pointed back to the Father. And that's all we can ask for, that everything we do gives Him glory. And I pray that this show has given Him glory. And uh, this is what Life Matters is all about. We can talk about Life Matters because it uh, truly does and that your life matters. So, ladies, I want to say... Thank you so much uh, for being you on the show. That's all I wanted. But Martha, if you don't mind, I just want to say thank you um, to everybody that's been praying for the family. Um, Everybody that has really reached out to us. Um, We really want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Um, And then also not forgetting our eldest brother, Marcel. Um, If also, if we can continue to pray for him, you know, his health is not that at the moment but um, just for strength also and salvation you know that um, God will also give us the wisdom um, as his sister come alongside him and to lift up his arms when he's weak but also not to forget to share you know the salvation um, power and also about the gospel with him to Marlene as well um, our sister that's in Spain um, it must be extremely difficult for her being so far she hasn't been at any of the funerals. Um, and yeah, just we trust in that we will spend time next year with her. But again, yeah. just to continue to pray for Marowin, to pray for Marcel, and then for Monique and Bonita. Mm, and, Bonita yeah. and for us, even as aunties, you know, to be present to our late brother's children. But really, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for everyone's care and prayers. We appreciate you guys. So that's where we're going to leave it. I say thank you to you ladies. Thank you for your time tonight. Thank you for being such a blessing. And allow me just to simply say to you that God bless you till next time. Love you guys. And um, Love you too, Marco. Enjoy Thanks the, so much. Enjoy, enjoy the, the heat. <laughs> love of the Lord. Because if my husband hear me say I love you now, then it's not. <laughs> With the love of the Lord. That's, that's no, life, no, I love you, brother. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, ladies. Thanks Till so next time. Thanks so much for time. having us. Keep well. Bye-bye. Bye. God bless you. So that was a bit of a testimony of stories of... Um, Alana Vessels and Shalane Haywood. I trust that you guys enjoyed that. So we get to do this on a Tuesday. I've got a fantastic uh, Life Matters lined up for next week. And thank you for being part of the very first episode of Life Matters with Market Jacobs. Uh, Till next time, God bless you and bye-bye.